going through the car wash this week. Celtic supporters call out the team for their move to Port Elizabeth. Why are you taking the game so far? It's like almost the, the, the away games for 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 Celtic. Tekomodise names his favorite holiday destination. I don't even know where where where, where the country is. First of all, where's where's Adibijan? It's in between. Which Europe. flight do you take? You tell me now. <laughs> where is Adibijan? Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. And we pick our ultimate nominees for the Puskas Award. Also, the the Terry Henry goal against Manchester United. Remember, Ryan Giggs me dribbled the whole of Arsenal. And all Steven yeah. Gerrard's goals. Ah, what about Eric Cantona? Oh, with the yes. yes. three kicks, my friend. Yo. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sokola Duma Radio. She's a Fangana corner. Welcome to the car wash. This is the show where we cover all things PSL and football. Uh, I am your host, Slu Paho. But as always, I am not alone in the studio. I have the man with the gloves, Sean. Thank you, sir. How are you doing today, my friend? Magic. 30 degrees, eh? Hot and bothered. Very nice and hot. But we're in the studio, so it's nice and cool up in uh, here. We should yes, turn that off. I was about to say, aircon's air air on. Yeah. Thanks, air Simon. Is on. One job, Simon. <laughs> One job. Actually, yeah. more like 13, 14. Yeah. But hey. <laughs> and fresh off the plane, we have the legend himself, Deco Modise. How are you doing? I'm good and you, bro. All good, all good. Fantastic. Where'd you fly in from? From Joburg. From Joburg. Must yeah. be jet lagged, hey? Yeah. <laughs> nah, still got just a two hour flight. <laughs> jet lag. So, last night we had uh, a couple big games uh, in terms of the, the title race, especially, even though Chiefs wasn't in action. Pirates versus Sundowns. Let's go in depth. 1 0 to Pirates. Sure. The era of Joseph continues. Unbeaten. Yeah. Yeah. Good game, hey? Very good game. As a neutral, good game to watch. Uh, quite a few mistakes, but. The pace was uh, was great. Yeah, electrifying. The crowd going crazy. Um, again, Pizzo sort of kept quiet with the loss. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, it could have gone either way. Hey, Tex. Uh, yeah. I mean, looking at the opportunities that uh, Mamelodi Sundowns missed, you know, I mm-hmm. think if Mamelodi Sundowns scored one, we could have seen a totally different game. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I think also Orlando Paris, the way they started, they never started well. I yeah. think they were very vulnerable in terms of the set pieces. They couldn't defend the set pieces very well. If you remember, there was a chance that Andre Langonga missed. Yeah, hit the post. Hit the post yeah. as well. A free header too. Yeah, a free open. header as well. So I think Orlando Pirates, from there on, you know, they had to absorb a little bit of pressure from Mamelodi Sundowns. But then again, you know, you know, in football, like you need some bit of luck. Mm. And it's just one mistake from Mamelodi Sundowns midfield to where they were caught in six and seven yeah out of know, place completely. out of place you know and then that one pass that Macaringa slot in because if you could check also that's when Tlompo tried to press Mamela mm-hmm. uh, Maela sorry Maela was a left back yeah coming in uh, uh, as an inverted left back and then Tlompo tried to press him yes he pressed wrong because Macaringa was free and then passed to Macaringa Macaringa played straight to to oh. Maela yeah and then from there, Mango will always give you that run. Mm, and then yeah, from there, there was yeah, 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 and it was a great finish as well. Mm-hmm. Then after that, Orlando Price started gaining confidence, yeah. you know, started getting into the game also. But in all fairness, if you look um, the whole game, I think Orlando Price, uh, Sundowns created more chances mm. also in the second half. So, you know, hitting that post again. Double. Uh, mm. Yeah, but also I didn't understand how could you be beaten from that distance, especially from that angle yeah. as yeah. a goalkeeper. You yeah. you 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 get into yeah. that. He can, he can he can cut some uh, counts himself lucky, that's for sure. Wayne, yeah. That's I mean he's, he's a top keeper, man. Yeah. But I mean to get beaten from that distance uh, at this level, he yeah. wouldn't have been too chuffed at Exactly. Everything. Speaking of luck too, I mean um you know we talk about that Serino shot that came when Pirates was one 0 up and after Makaringa decided to yeah. show us his skills, show us the moves. <laughs> um, Pizza also had some fun on the sideline because he thought that they could still come back and, and make him look like an idiot. But lucky to escape. But what do you think about the showboating? Yeah, we, we chatted briefly about it before the podcast. It's um, I understand what Pizza is saying. Yeah. If you 3-0 up with five minutes to go, sure, yeah. do it. But you one up with 35 minutes to go, or maybe 30 minutes to go, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but it's part of 
PSL, isn't it? It's, it's part, part of, of our makeup. Game. It's I think it's part of the game, dude. Yeah. I mean, we we have seen it's just that I think we can interpret this very differently. I think at some stage, uh, I think last season we saw when Timberzone dribble past the person that actually you know, felt so bad that he hit his head on the ground. Mm. I think it was in Polokwane at some point. You know, <laughs> yeah. they play that clip over and over again. And then we can come back to Makarinki. He was doing the same things that he was doing yesterday at Marisbeck last season while they were still fighting for relegation. Mm. So th that shows you that type, that's the type of a player he is. Yeah. But then again, I like what the, his coach said. He said he can't stop it. He doesn't like it. He doesn't condone it. But he can't stop it because even the top players are doing it. Yeah, I mean, I remember Clive Barker, um, famously told Dr. Kamalo in the tunnel when they played Germany, it must have been 96, just after we won AFCON, or maybe just before, I can't remember. Um, first thing you do when you get the ball is nutmeg someone. Mm. And he did it. Yeah. The crowd went ballistic. Yeah. Mm. And I think we drew 1-1 one -one with Germany. I can't remember back then. But that that's that sort of stated where, where you know where Bafana was and sort yeah. of dictated where the match was gonna go. Yeah. And that player that he nutmegged was out of the game. Yeah. 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 Because they hate that. You know, they hate being being embarrassed like that. And <laughs> and also we can come back and say, um, Neymar does it every week. Mm -hmm. No, it's 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 and it's uh, culture. Yes, I think what justifies Neymar's thing is because it's backed up by goals. Yeah. Mm. So it's just that with Makaringe. Also you must understand that that's a big crowd. You know, uh, Orlando Pirates Orlando Stadium was packed, the fans that came out. And uh, Orlando Pirates had been struggling, Chief. You know, to get mm. wins, yeah. and uh, everybody's been on their backs. You know, and uh, maybe they felt confident yesterday. And Makaringa, maybe what he did was to also, you know, entertain Say, the right, crowd. Guys, we back. We are back. Yeah. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with that because those are. The, I don't think there's there's at some point he thought, you know, if I get the ball, this is what I'm going to do. It just mm. happens in the game. Yeah. Especially when you have that kind of skill. You know, when you see a space, you can do it. I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. But also the problem is, I'll I'll say, Sean is. Chief, I'm a coach of uh, Zimbali United. Mm -hmm. I must focus on my team, comrade. Yeah. You know, I shouldn't be worried about what other team is doing. I should be yeah. focusing on my team. I think every week in, or in most cases, Piso comes out and says something about an opposition player. Mm. What else? He should be speaking about his players mm -hmm. because none of the opposition coach speak about Piso's players. Mm. And I know for a fact that if any coach speaks about Pizzo's player. Pizzo defend the players. Sure. Yeah. I think, I think what our chooses Zan, uh, Zanzibar. Zanzibar. <laughs> Zimbabwe. <laughs> Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe did did what he's supposed to do, protecting his players. Yeah. I think going forward, I think we should be focusing on our plates. You know, mm. stop looking What's at other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, I think with Sundowns, I think also it comes with the game, with the motions of the game. Sundowns being dominant for the last couple of years. Mm. This year, finding a little bit you know, problem at, problem at least to adjust mm. into their dominance, I think also comes with frustration was all where you can find such comment. But I think in the, in the nutshell, just football in its own, I think it's important as, as coaches, I mean, it's an advice, even as players, you need mm. to focus on your own teammates, you Absolutely, know. Yeah. Especially, especially for Pizzo, because with Pizzo, my issue is this, is, you know, you're going to throw up, you're going to, you're going to, uh, criticize him for showboating but then you're going to throw up the one nil to the whole mm. crowd, to the whole saying, crowd. what are you saying only one nil up yeah. suggesting that oh my team's going to come back and mm. we're going to make you look like fools so that's still kind of playing into the whole crowd atmosphere kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. you know playing to the but crowd look, i'm all for this taker don't get me wrong i'm all for yeah pizza doing this uh, macaringa doing this it just adds you know the psl has lacked this Bit of excitement over the last few years and finding there's a bit of spark there's some engagements it's yeah. you know it's it's a last night was a pleasure to watch of yeah. course Do you and, know what i mean and 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 on top of that we should allow players to enjoy the game we yes. always preach about players Express enjoying yourself. the game so let them do that yeah. yeah but also you as a coach you'll be throwing the sign at one zero you know you're one zero and then you come back and say the players disrespectful what are you doing mm. yeah what are you what you, you actually condoning what you're doing what you're doing you think is respectful to mm. other because you're doing that to pirates fans yeah so what if something happens with the pirates fan they started being on the page or started throwing stuff mm. so what are we, what's going to happen so those are the kind of things that you you know, we need to, we don't need to play in gray areas. So you can't give and don't expect to to get as well. So if he's giving, you know, stick to Makaring and all that stuff, he needs to receive it as well. Yeah. That's it. Definitely. And the truth of the matter is if Sundown score 
then we're looking at Makarenge going, ha, what were you doing? Yeah, so, exactly. It's a different conversation. Hey, Makarenge, you must do it again. Yeah, please. <laughs> and in the other match uh, last night, we had Witz versus Bloemfontein Celtic. Yeah. It's entertaining one. Five-goal ent- thriller. Entertaining game. Um, I think Witz defensively weren't great last night to concede those sort of goals. Mm-hmm. But to come back, um, I think it was in a space of like eight or nine minutes. Eh? Mm, to score yeah. two or three goals was... Was uh, or two goals was um, I think Gavin Hand will be very very happy. I don't want to go too much into this game, but a very important result for Vitz yeah. being at home as well, chasing the league. Yeah. Um, Bloom Celtic, um, they were coming off I think two games on the trot, winning. Mm-hmm. Good team, eh? Yeah. Bloom yeah. Celtic are very well structured. They're I think what I, what, I, what I like about Celtic is is what Sean Siema is doing as mm. a coach. I think the 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 understanding with him and the players. You know, because the players are playing with so much fluidity in their in their in their games. They're playing with so much freedom as well in their games, and uh, and you could see them. And you know, they they very they enjoying themselves, and they understand the coach. Mm. And sometimes it's it's those simple uh, instructions that actually, you know, are very understood very quickly and adjusted yeah. to. Quite a young team as well. It's like Quite a young team yeah. as well, and the the technical team is very humble themselves yeah. as well. So. With that, you find young players that actually play like that. We can we are the ones to prove to everybody that they can play. And these are players that for no big names, no nothing, yeah. and they come out week in week out mm. displaying the type of. Even when Celtic lose, they always play this way. Mm-hmm. You see how the way they created those chances, mm. the way they scored. Yeah. You know they were dribbling people inside the box. Mm. You hardly see that. Even Confidence, on, eh? Yeah, you had to see that on top, top, top teams yeah. in the country. And for them to actually continue playing like that with less resources, with yeah. less players, with you know, well, it's, it's problem- amazing. Is now they're going to have even less resources because now they've come out and said, "Well, we can no longer play our home games in Bloemfontein." Yeah, and now they're moving to PE. It seems. Yes. Wow. So are they going to use the bus? Because Bloemfontein Celtics, wherever they go, they use a bus. Hey, they're <laughs> going to be bus leg. It's got to. They got to. They got to be training in, in in Eastern Cape from now because um, the situation has them at Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium until they can sort out. They said that it's the pitch and facilities that have been complained about at their home state. And so I, I was like, you know what, let's call, let's call a fan. Uh, and we managed to get uh, a gentleman by the name of Station. And he had some very strong opinions about this also. Hi there. Uh, how are you doing, Station? I'm well and you, brother. All good, all good. So uh, I have it right. You're a member of the Bloemfontein Celtic Supporters Club, right? Yes. So I wanted to ask about the situation regarding their home pitch and what you've heard about it. Um, so currently they say that they're going to be playing at Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium. What does this mean for Bloemfontein Celtic supporters? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's what the destruction that has been given to us. Unfortunately, uh, you could see the media pressing has never been. Yes. And they believe us, uh, the Bloemfontein Celtic supporters, we have, been, we have never been called to come and be told, like, officially, as it is the tradition of Celtic before making any disregarding the team and the, the, the supporters. Normally, they come and address us officially before they could contribute any media uh, statement to, to come and hear our opinion. But on this instance, we could tell there is a, I don't know whether it is a, a disparation or is a dis- uh, disrespect uh, to us, the supporters, or maybe it is the selfishness of the management because if uh, you could tell, it has been said before, uh, that uh, there the, the are those people who want to buy Celtic and the, 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 those guys are, are based in, in TV. So then you come and ask yourself, is it those people trying to push their mandate or is it the, 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 the real issue of the document to standard or what because i mean if uh, there was an alternative to be taken we, we know the alternative that we've got is a uh, stadium mm. we've got the uh, botabelo stadium so then we, you, you ask yourself i mean if, if, if it is in the trust of the team and of the of the supporters why are you taking the game so far how many it's like almost the the away games for 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 Bloemfontein Celtic World Club because most of our supporters are just interested and and those are the, the the unemployed people who who are only trying by all means by selling veggies and selling things on on, on the streets 
And because of the love they've got for the team, they can do whatever it takes for them to go and support the Korean and white uh, nation. But uh, I mean, for the support, I mean, for the management to come and do this to us, really, 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 it is so selfish and uncontrolled because we believe it is so disrespectful. And we've been uh, trying to ask for, for, for a meeting. And they, they haven't given you a meeting? No, no. The management doesn't want to meet with the, with, with the supporters. And they are actually, it's like now, now lately they are disregarding us. They are saying because they, they remove our, our supporters' license from the, from the office, which is fully malleable. We, we've been trying to, to intervene with that. They are not giving us any ear. They are disrespecting us. And you could tell there is a, there is a, there is a mandate or there is a intention of maybe selling the Blue Frontiers Football Club to, 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 to those uh, people who are having interest in uh, PE before. It was us, the supporters, who came in here, but this, can, this can't happen. No, I understand. And, and it's terrible to hear. But thank you so much for joining me just to give us some background and some comments because all we've heard is, uh, you know, the official media release from Bloom Celtic. We haven't heard from the fans. It is, it is our time. The, the, the administrators and the owners of the team start to take us into consideration and take us serious because we we know it is their team. But it is us, somewhere, somehow, we are playing a very vital role. And maybe we, we could come up with, a, with an alternative, with a very good plan. We love Blue Control 30, we, we can't sabotage it. It will be like sabotaging ourselves, but taking the game away from the supporters, I mean, that is, it, it doesn't make business sense. I mean, if you come and tell your business to me, but when, when I have to come and buy me, what is that? Yeah, no, I understand. But thank you so much for, for, for sharing, my, my brother. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. So... Strong words. Sure. Someone's not happy. Yeah. And, and, I, and I can understand why, you know, I mean, moving a team from a city to a completely different province. now. So I call bull right? about the, the stadium being unplayable. There's obviously some financial gain here. Yeah. And mm. I mean, I spoke to you before the show about it. There was, a, there was another pitch in the telecom knockouts. I think it was semifinals yeah. where it was raining and, and, and the pitch just completely fell apart. But there's, there's, that wasn't Celtic. There's also, um, there's also other pitches in Bloom. Yeah. Yeah, he, he mentioned this free state yeah. stadium, Busabelo Stadium, but Busabelo Stadium is very small, and I don't even remember the last time, yeah, um, Ophantin Celtics actually used the stadium because I actually played there with Mamelodi Sundowns years ago. I don't know the condition of the mm. stadium as well, but also looking at it from a business point of view, if if really it is financial gain, Celtics have been struggling financially. So as a businessman, because at the end of the day, I understand the supporters. It is a business. <clears throat> it's business. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Because you, you, the same supporter, you're going to be complaining when the team is no longer on the PSL because now you won't have a chance to actually come and watch Pirates, Sundowns and Chiefs come into Bloemfontein because mm. the status is gone. Oh, there's no players because you can't play the players. So I think it's 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 one of those emotional situations for supporters. Yes, mm. but for a team, it's business, and if it's a business that makes sense and uh, the team actually benefits from it, even if it's for a short period of time to fix their own issues, why not? Mm. You know, just just my opinion. Mm. I'll say this: um, it's very rare that a PSL team changes ownership and or naming or, or the stadium um it's usually uh nfd or glad africa championship mm. teams or, or lower who kind of uh, get broken up and then reformed as something else mm. we saw i think with, with with cape town city that was the case um but they weren't in the psl at the time so this gentleman was talking about the people that want to buy bloom celtic yeah. Yeah. from pe yeah. yeah so that's news to me and so what's True. interesting is do we now say that PE Celtic is a possibility. Yeah, there will obviously have to be a name change, right? Nah. There. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nigo, you have to say PE Celtic. <laughs> I mean, really? Sure, there's a better name for that. Yeah, but but I mean, what what do you make of that? Do you think that it, like Celtic will then lose the history that they've built up over time if they just change but cities look, and change? You ownership? also need to you need to look at this like for for the last past five years. For the past five years, there's always been rumors every year yeah. about Celtics being sold to Spanban, Spanban. So it's it's an ongoing conversation. Mm. Clearly, mm. for the last couple of years, Celtics has been struggling financially. Mm. And for them to actually be in a position to compete for anything within the league, they need to be able to be paying players and signing good players. Yeah. And then to get some money at some point. So sure. if maybe there's no revenues that it can get in free states and you, the club owner that's using your own money, 
you know, you you sometimes you're gonna be selfish, irrespective of the history of the team and mm. the relationship that they have with the supporters. Because at the end of the day, the supporters are there, even though they're selling tomatoes, whatever the case might be mm. in the street, you come and support the team. That's great. Mm. But at the end of the day, they're going home. You the one that's at the, as the owner of the team, you know, looking at your desk, there's so much debt that you need to pay. But because you're trying to please so many, so many people, yeah. you can't run the team like that. So you need to find financial backup for you to actually to be able to compete in the league. If there's no money, that's why small teams that has no money, that's why they're in and out of the league because there's no money. You yeah. can't buy good players. Yeah. So you need to have financial muscle behind you so that you're able to sustain the, 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 yeah, yeah. the status. But Absolutely. Educate someone of football ignorance like myself. Sure, Bloemfontein Celtic is not a Kaiser Chiefs Orlando Pirates sundowns, but from the outside perspective, from what I've seen, they have a very loyal fan base. How is it that they don't have money? Those fans are coming to the stadium. Yes, the tickets aren't expensive, but their fans support them, right? And is it just that they've done that badly in the PSL? Yeah, just or is it mismanagement? It doesn't, of course, it's, it's all the above. It's uh, also, I think, MTM pull out. Yeah, every sponsor yeah, that they've they had ever a had. Massive, the money comes from the sponsors, you yeah. know? Not so much, obviously the TV rights as well, but the, the money to pay the players comes from yeah. the sponsors, yeah. which they don't have. And also for the TV rights, also to, to get that kind of money, if you're in form, and then at least you get an yeah. advantage that your games are going to be shown on TV for, yeah. you know, certain games, and Correct. then also you're getting some kind of money. But with the Bloomington Celtics team, you're never guaranteed in the beginning of the season of how many games are going to be live. Yeah. But you guarantee that Chiefs, Pirates, Sundowns are going to be live, but the rest you're not. Yeah. So it depends also on the form. So, and it, it, it's worse because the sponsors keep pulling out. And uh, with the Bloomington Celtics, we can, we can say whatever we want about the supporters, how they support the team, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, Bloomington Celtics is a business. Yeah. So if there's no money, the guy that actually runs the team needs to find some money somewhere if they can't and somebody comes with a big check that wants to buy the team hey chief yeah yeah we move on. On monday morning it's live and then sean uh, real quick before we move on the prospect of bringing more football to the eastern cape now do you think that that's positive or um because i think it's chipper united down there right? yeah mm -hmm. chipper. Uh, chipper who actually look like they might survive no oh. they might chief don't deviate oh. from what you were saying Jeez. leave chipper alone <laughs> you're stressing me look it, it's good for pe it's not good for bloom yes true that, yes. that's it so true. where someone's gained someone fails that's you know it's it's the cruelty of life unfortunately yeah. indeed moving on we have uh 10 quick fire questions this is where we get your favorite psl players on the phone and put them on the spot and this week big sean made the call who you got sean big dog we got bradley Krubler on form mm. bradley Krubler. He's on form. Mango. Mango. He's on form. He's on fire. Can you please, please, please. Let's see what he has no, to say. No, Bradley's on form, but Gabadinho Mango is on form, form. Bradley, <laughs> are you ready for your 10 quick fire questions? Yes. Funniest guy in the PSL you've played with? Sean Roberts. Yes, boy. <laughs> wow. You're listening, Worst my boy. dressed. Sean Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> he talks so much He's the best dressed. He used to come with slops and his vest on. What about Dean Furman? He's been on a few times saying he's the worst dressed. Uh, no, he's okay. He's, right. he's okay. He, he, he does right. Sean Roberts, who comes with a pair of flops and a vest on to train him? I do, boy. <laughs> worst mistake in a match. Give it to myself. Did you see my miss on the weekend? Yeah, I did. It was a perla. The worst miss of my career. So I'll, I'll happily claim that. If I was watching that game, I wouldn't select myself for another team. Teammate <laughs> who thinks he's funny, but he's actually not. Jamie Weber. Best footballing memory. Making my debut for Bafana and scoring. Them. Best goal in a match? It was a non-televised game when I scored a hat-trick against Black Aces. with a chest turn and volley from outside the box. Non-televised. Are you sure this actually exists? Okay, <laughs> I have to follow up with that. Favorite car? Rolls-Royce race. Favorite local food? Local food. <laughs> Anything to do with a bra. Okay, okay. Your favorite holiday destination? I know this one, but anyway. No doubt, Kruger, Kruger National Park. Flashiest dresser, last one. Between Tabo, Mnumane, and Aubrey. <laughs> they like to come every now and then with a very unusual set of clothes. <laughs> All right, my boy. Good luck against Wednesday Cave Sundowns, eh? Uh, Sundowns, yeah. Sunday. Good luck, bud. We'll chat yeah. soon. Thanks a lot. Nice. Confirmation, Sean is the worst dressed. <laughs> but the funniest. I'll take but the, it. But the funniest. I'll uh, take it. But maybe the they're laughing at the way you dress. Yeah, the worst yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Clownish. <laughs> so they're combining those two. I'll take it. I'll take it, guys. 
Very nice. Also proper, proper local food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice spaghetti and meatballs. And, uh, <laughs> McDonald's. Thank you, Bradley. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's fantastic. And uh, next we have uh, the situation regarding Tukalo Ranti. Uh, so we all know it's very unfortunate. Talented player, but his career teetering now. Sundowns are the latest team to release him. So what we did is we got uh, Clinton Gavila. He's a sports and health psychologist. And we got him to discuss the psychology behind elite level sports stars like Tukelo and what can go wrong. So uh, take a listen. So when we think of psychology, we often think of it in terms of solving problems, helping people who are functioning below normal, starting to function more normally. But in fact, that's just one part of psychology. There's another whole aspect of psychology which deals with absolutely normal people and helping them to make things even better. And obviously, sport and performance psychology form, forms a part of that. So in sport, we're dealing with people who on the whole are mentally absolutely fine and normal. Um, and in fact, many of them are in fact doing better than, than average. But but the nature of elite sport is that we are constantly looking for anything little, any little bit extra to, to make it even better. Because um, you might be very talented physically and technically, but at some point you get to a level well, where everyone's talented physically and technically. And, and that's when the psychology stuff can make all the difference. Um, as you say, at, at the top level, we often get a scenario where young players are catapulted into a life situation where they have more than other people of their age would normally have and access to more things and so it's almost like you get a shortcut sometimes and whether that's money or to meeting people or relationships etc etc and and it can be dangerous if one's emotional readiness for that isn't on par with what's happening around you and and i do think yes that's why we do see quite a lot of problems and unfortunate things like people, like car crashes um, related to alcohol, etc. So it is a problem. And and yes, I think psychology does have a role to play in, in helping prevent things like that. Unfortunately, in, in this country, in sport, when we talk of psychology, people often think of it as a last resort. So, I mean, what is interesting, though, over the years, people have started talking more and more about psychology, but when it actually comes to budgeting time, money, etc., then often it's the last resort. And once we've tried everything to deal with this problem, then we'll think, well, maybe a psychologist can help. Whereas actually, ideally, sports psychology should be used proactively, just like you you learn everything else, you know, at the academy level etc. Um, we should just be putting the basics in place for mental skills training, coping with pressure on the field, but, but actually also off the field. And these are skills which can, which can be learned. Do the clubs have a responsibility towards providing such service? It's an interesting one because I'm not sure responsibility is the right word. I mean, in some senses, yeah, I want to answer yes. I do what I do because I believe that psychology can make a difference, and I've seen that. But but maybe it's, the club shouldn't think of it as a responsibility as much as actually an investment, both in their players um, off the pitch, but ultimately, if you don't have strong, capable individuals off the pitch, you're much less likely to get the performance you want on a consistent basis on the pitch. So it, it it's very hard to distinguish between performance on the pitch and and the off the pitch stuff. So the two really do go hand in hand. So I don't think it's just a responsibility. I think it's actually a wise investment. I had a conversation actually yesterday about maybe there should be more South African players overseas and why is that not the case? And I, I do think it's got to do with similar things. I think sometimes South Africans don't grow up in circumstances where they get taught and they have role models that show them the importance of having a vision on the one hand, but secondly, also how to be proactive to drive towards making that vision rea a reality. And, and maybe thirdly, they don't grow up in an environment where they develop trust and confidence in their own ability to make these things happen. And, and I do think sometimes that makes it more difficult for them to cope with pressure. And that's probably also why we don't have as many South African players in the overseas leagues as I think we potentially could have. So as uh, three uh, individuals who've been elite level athletes, I think we can all agree... <laughs> 
that uh, he's, he's saying some interesting things there, though. And um, it speaks to uh, not only to Galoranti, but a lot of other PSL players from yeah, the past. Yeah, I, I know Clinton. I, I used to see him, you know, three three out of my eight years at Ajax. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does add value. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a massive part of one's career. And what I do like what he said is that he, they sh- he, clubs shouldn't see it as their responsibility, but as an investment into mm-hmm. their players. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's it's it, we've spoken about at length about players after retiring and they go missing and they, they're too scared to talk about you know their life and this and that. But yep. this sort of falls into the same category where you you talk about psychology, you think, oh, he's weak, mm. he's mentally weak. How can he go see a psychologist? Where I think everybody should be seeing some sort of life coach or psychologist. And I think in Tokelo's instance here as well, it's um, it's obviously very psychological where what has gone wrong and yeah. why he's sort of been led off the path. Takes your take on this, bud? Uh, you. <laughs> it's a big one. It is. Did man. you ever see a psychologist or life coach? Yeah, uh, I have. Yeah. I have before. <clears throat> Sorry. Where's the water? Telemans, you're fit. Yeah. Look, I, I, you know, in, 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 in this sport, you know, there's lows and there's low lows. Yeah. You know, in terms of your lows, you go to you know, your lack of form, your lack of confidence, your lack of drive, mm. those type of things, your lack of interest in the game. Yeah. And your low lows, my friend, is when you're dealing with your inner demons, like mm. nobody knows about them. You know, once the game is finished, you wish that you don't go home, you know. And, mm. uh, you know, you you sometimes you find a player that is so good, but he can't find a team. Mm. You know, you're failing to understand what's the reason why he's so talented. Those are your low lows, comrades. That's when you start seeing who's really, really for you because now everybody, you know, you start seeing the numbers are getting less and less and less mm. of people around you. And they, that's the situation you don't want to find yourself in. But also what's important is... That situation is probably where it's okay, That's where he is right yeah. now. And, 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 and it just that the problem also is when I was not in the similar situation that it is right now but when i was dealing with my own demons at the time i surrounded myself with bad people as well people mm. that couldn't tell me Makes anything. It worse. you know it made it worse until you know some sense got into me like dude you are the breadwinner here. so you these guys you you get them chicks you buy them booze, you buy them condoms, chief. You're actually sleeping at your house. <laughs> yeah. So you're providing everything for these guys, and there's nothing that they can. They won't even wake you up to go to training. Yeah. And I realized that you know what? Um, um, if I continue this path, I'm actually gonna be exactly like them, mm. because they. What was scary was the guys that I was. They were my friends at the time. They were thinking that. Are they, they still your friends? No, not no a chance. chance. No. No, yeah. <laughs> they they thought they thought that they they supposed to be the position where I was mm. because they were footballers as well. Mm. So they think, you know, we should be living this life mm. because when I was around, they were doing things that I was doing. I'll be in the national team camp, but they'll be driving the cars and they'll scratch the cars. They'll wear my clothes, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So I'll get calls like, "Hey, chief, we see, aren't you in camp? Because what are you doing? It's this in this place." I'm like, "Dude, I'm in camp." Mm. Like, no, we see your car here. Mm. And at that time, they don't even call you to actually tell you that they're going to drive your car. Great you know, the decency. Are. And also sometimes, because you're living in an estate, you know, when there's a noise, the security will call in. Mm. They'll call me, like, Chief, can you please lower the vote? Chief, I'm in camp. We're doing video session. They're <laughs> doing video analysis. I'm getting calls from the security to lower the volume. Yeah. And whenever I call them back, they don't pick up because they know what the issue is. Yeah. Then I realize that, guys, you know, I'm, 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 I'm actually setting myself up. And I think, I think it's a case where it's very common in the PSL with mm-hmm. our players as well because yep. what what kills us is we we're so loyal to people that actually done nothing for us but they just gave you a piece of bread. Mm-hmm. We're not loyal to people that actually help us to grow as people. We're just loyal to people that are our runners for yeah. this thing. We know every guy I think in the PSL yeah. that is so cool. Yeah, so always so a runner. Yeah, you surround yourself. Yeah, so you always people. have a runner, a person that actually go buy ice for you, go buy booze for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> go. To, we, we always have those kind of people. So yeah. we're loyal to those people, but they don't bring any growth. They don't bring any. We call them yes men. Yeah. Exactly, we have those kind of guys, and and most of the time when you find similar cases 
cases like this, it's always there's always somebody that yeah. a person that is a victim is so loyal to. And I think that's the problem that we as guys as well. And and also the problem is our culture, we we were taught not to speak about our problems. Yeah. Yeah. We don't speak yeah. about depression in football and it's it happens. Yeah. You look weak. Yeah, and yeah. I th- and I think I think without disrespecting Tukel, I think Tukelo's booze issue is just a cover up of a bigger issue yeah. mm-hmm. that is deeper than that. And if he can deal with that issue first, the booze will go away because he's trying to hide. I I was doing that. I was trying to hide my mm. issues with my booze because I was like, guys, I mean, I need to do something about this. But the only thing that actually could make sense that was making sense to me at the time was my constant visit to Tops. Tops was my best friend. I would walk into Tops. Hey, come here. <laughs> Hello, Teco. Hello. The, the usual. Yeah, the usual. Yes, the usual. Yeah. So I'll get those things. And uh, But I never dealt with the issue. And it affected my two years of playing yeah. because mm. I wasn't actually dealing with the issue itself. I wasn't fighting enough for the mm. issue to be resolved. I thought that it would resolve in its own and it never did. And it killed my career. Luckily, I got a chance at Sundowns where I revived myself and uh, and then and, and mm. the, re- the rest is history. But I think with Tukelo's case is we, we cannot ignore the situation because no. there's so many players that are going through the same thing right now. There's players play. reading this saying, f- yeah, that, like, this is me. 100. percent This is but me. But I still got a job. It's, yeah, it's just that the the they 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 the advantage is they they able to wake up in the morning and go to training. Correct. Mm. But the disadvantage is that's why we don't see the consistent performance week in week out. Correct. You see, Their so this, this yeah, this is the, this is the biggest the reason issue. why they're not playing overseas. I think mm-hmm. also what 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 we need to also speak about, Sean, is guys, it's okay to drink. Footballers drink. We know. It's not a secret anymore. Mm. Footballers drink. Even the ones who played before us, trust mm. me, mm. they were drinking cheap stuff that will make them not to perform to the best of their abilities. Mm. <laughs> but I think that the problem is the the amount of intake that we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're playing, we're training Monday to Friday. We're playing on a Saturday. We're off Sunday. Mm. We're killing ourselves on Sunday. Monday, we're back to training because we want to cover the whole week of non-drinking. Yeah. Mm. Not understanding that, guys, you can have a glass of wine every single day. I was about yeah. to say, yeah. And still... Everything in moderation. Exactly, and still be and still perform. Yeah, and also not use drinking as a coping mechanism, but rather as just a celebratory thing. You yeah, know, just yeah, like yeah. An accomplishment-based system where it's Tina, like, I'm Tina, not drinking just to cope. Tina, chief, our culture, we drink celebration, we are crying, we drink. Mm-hmm. Any emotion, my friend, we drink. Because <laughs> I'm a like, yeah. there, after burying that person, bring the drink, we drink. Yeah. Yeah. We do every emotion that we're going through, we're using alcohol. And also, we grew up like that. We grew up seeing our parents doing mm. that. So whenever we're in a position now where we, can buy, where we can buy our own booze and nobody can tell me anything, yeah. you cannot tell me not to drink. Yeah. I've got a job. I'll tell you. You know what I'll tell you? Because of you are yes, man. You'll tell me, hey, chief, you're playing sundowns over the weekend. Are you the one who's playing? Yeah. Go buy me a gin and tonic and then stop talking too much. Yeah. Because of you also, you also want to be my friend because everybody knows that you're my friend. You want to still, still be there wherever yeah, I go. Yeah. You want to go and buy those without telling me the responsibility that I have. Yeah. But it also comes back when you're 32, 33 year old. Mm. Now, this is actually the period where you're supposed to get your big contract or your last yeah. big contract. You don't. And you look at those guys, the very same guys that you were with. Off, They're man. the ones who are talking about you, but yeah, uh, yeah. don't tell me about Sean. Sean was useless. Yeah. <laughs> we were telling him to go to training, but he was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lying. They never told you anything. So yeah. in a nutshell, can Tokelo bounce back? It's up to him. He's 29. He's I'm still... saying he's 29 years old. He's got six, look, seven years left look, in him. If this, this, what is going through for him to bounce back, it needs, a, a, it needs to humble himself and... Uh, and go through the situation that is dealing with and give himself time. And who should and help build him? and build a character? I think because he's, he's obviously not, I wouldn't say prepared, he's obviously not in the state to help himself or wanting to help himself. So, who needs to take responsibility to help him? Because he's a hell of a talent. Yeah, it needs to be a club that has the facilities, you know, someone, someone well, is who. It, is it a club? Because Com- they've tried. You know, you know, guys, let's not sugarcoat this thing, please. I, I love Tukelo and I and I was happy when he was a Cape I yes. wish that he could play and help us. Yeah. You know, I was very excited to actually to be. You know, thought thinking that I'll be able to play with Tukelo. But but at the end of the day, he's the one that made all these decisions. Correct. Where he is right now. So I think the only person that can help him is, is himself. But now for him to actually be in that position to help him, so he needs to realize, he needs to say, guys, so I, need I need help. I've got a problem, yeah. I've got a problem. Yeah, but yeah. He, if he's in denial, nobody, we can try everything. We can 
we can carry him to a rehabilitation center if he's not ready to be helped he will never be helped yeah and so he needs to he needs to say what i mean he's been featured in uh, the latest edition of the soccer Duma newspaper his mentor actually reached out to to the to the team here uh he said that um uh, tk sent him a long sms saying that he's embarrassed um, and that he needs someone uh, he needs someone in his life like a father figure like uh, Farouk who was who was at the stars of Africa Academy um, and so it looks like he's trying to reach out for help um, but I think he just needs to be a little bit more proactive about that you know he's 29 but that doesn't mean that he's got forever to fix this you know he, yeah. he'll need to he's at his prime yeah. just to uh, conclude my issue is with this 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 mental stuff mm-hmm I think this this mentor we need to define this because he left Cape Town City for the same reason. Mm-hmm. If I'm a mentor, I would have helped him then. Mm. I wouldn't wait for for it to be so publicized and so spoken about, and then come out and say I'm a mentor and going to help him with. Yeah. Cape Town City is a very small team. Sure, he could have helped him here. Good he point. went on without having a team for almost six to seven months. Mm. Where was the mentor? So now you come out and say to the to to, to the media like ah he sent me a long SMS ah come on chief mm. help the guy if you want to help the guy help the guy but you could have helped you could have started way earlier when you realized that if you're a mentor you should have known what is happening with your boy if you didn't know what's happening with your boy you're not a mentor you're just a fan it's just like me so stop saying you're a mentor Farouk can't stop saying you're a mentor because if you're a mentor you'd have taken responsibility when Tukelo was still playing for Captain City damn points have been made. All right, so our next feature is called Poll Position. We ask a question on our Facebook, on the Soccer La Duma page, follow us. Uh, and we ask you to send in voice notes and conduct a, b- a bit of a mini poll. So this week's question is about Rulani Mukwen, the now assistant coach. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Remember the coach of Pirates? I'm kidding, that's my coach. Remember that guy? He's the now absent assistant coach. I think he's in the UK right now doing some education stuff. I think they're Liverpool, actually. Yeah, yeah. So the question is, should he stay at Bucks and continue to build experience there or should he move on and find a new club and prove himself as a head coach? We know last week uh, that uh, our man Teko over here said no. Find someone new, mm. get out of there. I agree. But let's hear what the fans have to say. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the guy must be allowed to stay. His character is not good for us. I think he'll destroy us. You know, that guy must go because he's selfish. He couldn't deliver results. He must move to find another club. I don't think that's a good idea to bring him back. That guy got pride. He don't want to listen. He do what he wanted. He's still young. He still needs to learn. He still has... Uh, some experience to gain. With regards to that, I, I would love to see him continuing to be an assistant. But I don't think he's got the experience to take over head coaching post. Roland McConnell must remain as an assistant coach at Pirate. This guy must humble himself and come and work for another Pirate instead of being arrogant. So, I didn't expect them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at that guy's face, yeah, man. It's beautiful, eh? No, defend Roland any day. Yeah. I, I didn't expect the angle. So, a lot of Pirates fans still mad about the poor form at the beginning of the season. Sure. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect... And that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've turned it's around fair. now. It's fair to be mad as a fan. But what I'm saying is, if they're saying he's inexperienced to, to be a head coach of Orlando Pirates, is my, my question is, every coach starts being inexperienced at some point. Mm. They took Pep Guardiola from the reserve side. He went on to coach the senior team and he won everything. Now Pep Guardiola is the best coach ever mm-hmm. in the, best the whole team. world. Exactly. <laughs> so so <laughs> what I'm saying is, 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 is I know for a fact that he was coaching a team that their supporters, they are very, 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 very stubborn and they love their team. Mm. Lano Pirates supporters, you would know. they're very, yeah, they're very demanding and yeah. I know that. And for them to feel the way that they feel, I understand. But let the man be. Mm. You know, let's not put age onto his coaching abilities. I think I think what, what makes everybody to undermine him as a coach and his skills as a coach is because of his age. Because yeah. every time when somebody speaks about Rolanda, they speak about his age. They don't speak about his qualities as a coach. He coached me. I'll tell you, Rolanda is f***ing good. Mm. 
And for the fact yeah. that I'm saying that, I, I'm backing it up because I know we mm. won Champions League with Rolana being on the bench. Mm. We won so many things at Mamelodi Sundowns with Rolana being on the bench. You can ask Bongani Zungu right now that is playing international football. You can ask Pesi Tana that is playing international football how good Rolana is. Yeah. It's just that now when you're looking from an outside, you're looking at a 32-year-old Umfana Leone. But you think so he much. left Sundowns too early? You, you know, I, I think, I, for me, I think he left at the right time. Okay. Because because the stuff that he was making us do, I think it was way more advanced. And I yeah. thought if if we can find the right team, younger ones, and grow with them, he can. So maybe the next Pirates was thing. the incorrect choice at that stage of his life. But how would you know without trying? Sure, they even, did finish. Even the guy second. that is saying Lani was arrogant and whatever the case may be, wherever he works. If he's been given a promotion, whether he qualifies or not, whether he's got an experience, he'll or take not, it. He'll take it for sure. Mm. So that's what happened with Roland. Why? Yeah. Why can't we, we? We look at it that way. Why we always have to speak about Roland being arrogant? We speak about hey, Roland. We love him. We big fans. I love Roland. Yeah. I don't arrogant with what? Roland has got trophies. Yeah. Roland has got medals to prove that is he has won something. Mm. Yeah. So what do you want him to do? You want yeah. him to to be to be like what? To be a coach that sits there that looks like you know, uh, there's uh, he's cold and whatever the case may be. Roland is a self. <laughs> God, just because it's 32, that's an issue. That's yeah. South Africa. Everything, even even and even with players as well. Mm. You find a player when he's reaches 33, they say he's old. They're not looking at how you perform. Yeah, yeah. Why suddenly South Africa it becomes an issue? I think Ronaldo, if Ronaldo Ronaldo was playing in South Africa, you'd have long time retired. Mm. Also, funnily enough, <laughs> when they're when they're young, I, I I've had this <laughs> issue. Every every publication that covers local foot, football, player will be 24 years old. We still calling they him still, a youngster. They still call him youngster. I'm like. Youngster. I was called a, 20, a young star when I was 25. Yeah, that's crazy. I was a youngster. It still is in South that's Africa. Crazy. They're still calling 23-year-old, 24-year-old a youngster. Then what do you call the 18-year-old? 23, 24 should be full international. Yeah, yeah. 100 caps or And whatever. 27, 28, you should be at your peak. Absolutely. And if you're not at your peak at a PSL player, 28, 29, hey, chief, Youngster. You're in problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rashford is 22. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like... It feels like he's been around for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's unbelievable. So, I think this age thing of Rolando must just let it go. I understand that he never performed with Rolando Pirates. That's cool. Let's let it go. Let Rolando be the man that makes his own go. decision. Let and uh, he's a great coach. And uh, he will grow being a great coach. I agree with Finish you. Finish and clar. And he should, he should... Uh, Thank you, Teko. Yeah, he should follow his destiny. Very emotional. Uh, we can all agree, Rulani should follow his destiny. Very emotional. And take charge <laughs> at Chipper United. But moving on. What? Teko's, Teko's emotional. Now, nah, today I'm very emotional. I'm tired. Moving yeah, on. I've, we'll I've, got, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, this week in history. I've got a few good ones here. So on the 13th of January, back in 1907, Juventus and Torino contested the first Derby della Mole. Uh, with a uh, Torino winning, winning later 2 1. That sounds like a wine. It does, eh? De la Mole. Yeah, I, yeah, I, got, that, I got that new Torino blend. <laughs> the De La Mole collection. Uh, and uh, what's it? So since then, they've played 237 more derbies. Juventus have won 102. Uh, on the 16th of January 2010, Lionel Messi scored his 100th goal for Barcelona, becoming the youngest player in the club history to do that. He was 22 at the time. And in the 10 years since, he's gone on to score over 500 more goals. <laughs> so monster statistic. No. Wow. No, then, no, no, it's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's crazy. Life and is then, unfair, Teko. No, it's not. Also, uh, on this day in 2002, Gianfranco Zola scored a remarkable backheeled goal yeah, as Chelsea yeah. rolled over Norwich. Yeah, I remember, remember this that one. goal, yeah. Uh, Chelsea manager Claudio Ranieri later described the goal as fantasy and magic while referring to Zola himself as a wizard. And he said, don't ask me how he did it because I don't even know. Uh, and so my question to you guys is this. What is the greatest goal you have ever seen in your life? I can tell you. Let me try. Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah, that's crazy. I think I see a few. Do you yeah, remember that little flick? That little f in this and yeah, yeah. You reminded me of me at training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen a couple. I think that one, Dennis Bergkamp. I think, uh, is it Alpacino? The Italian guy that was captain, I think it was Southampton. Mm -hmm. He scored like a volley, 
and I think oh, it was yes. difficult for him. Yes, yes, and also that. the the Terry Henry goal against Manchester United, classic yes. one. The one that he flicked, that he turned and shot. Even Ryan yeah. Giggs. Yeah. Remember Ryan Giggs when he dribbled the whole of Arsenal. And all Steven yeah. Gerrard's goals. Ah, yeah. All yeah. Steven Gerrard's goals. All Frank Lampard's goals. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. I, I think there's you guys so many. Curveball. I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy, but I think he was also Southampton. Matt Letizia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt what about Eric Cantona? Oh, yes, with the three kicks, my friend. Oh, he would hit. I remember the one where he just yeah, like yeah, yeah. two players passed, and then Matt Letizia just flicked it in the air, almost no backlift volley top. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, yeah, no, he's, that, that was a player. He's got a face for radio, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, like part of my world. Come on, look like a hunchback of Notre Dame. He so did, right? Like. Hey, don't forget the Messi goal. Eh? Oh yes, Champions from League. from Champions League when uh, he destroyed uh, Boateng, yes. he ended Boateng's career. So. <laughs> I remember <laughs> all of the memes yeah, after Boateng that. Boateng being a top defender in the world, he became hallelujah. <laughs> it was a joke immediately because <laughs> he just fell. Like yeah. his, it looked like his legs locked and up. It, and just... then and then and before the game, Manuel uh, uh, um, Neuer was saying uh, he'll stop Messi. Blah blah blah. Messi chipped him with his weaker foot. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Messi said, "Oh, you thought." <laughs> then, 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 you, then, then, then you wanna talk Ronaldo? We chip, yeah. Yeah. We don't do <laughs> those kicks. We chip. Moral of the story is: don't make Messi angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or don't play football because you get messy. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Throwback to last week's. Last week's. Anyway, tough crowd. <laughs> right. Let's get into our players abroad. Always nice to connect with what's happening with our boys overseas. Yes. Pula Ekstein, not too great. Released by Sabah FC in. Azerbaijan, only 11 starts. What happened there, Tech? What do you know? I wish I knew. Comrade. Good chat, bro. Moving on. <laughs> I wish I knew. What's this guy? What's this guy doing, actually? I don't, I don't even know where, where, where the country is. Where's, where's Adibijan? It's in between Which Europe. flight do you take, you? Tell me now. Which where do flight I do you go? Take? Yes, from I'll here to Cape Town Cape to Abidjan. Cape Town to Joburg. Joburg to Addis Ababa, which is in Ethiopia. Yeah. Addis Ababa to Azerbaijan. Say sorry. <laughs> where is Adibijan? Say sorry. We, Sean, I'm sorry. Which continent? <laughs> I'm moving it? on. It's in between. Yeah, also. <laughs> which continent? It's in between Europe you and see, the Middle East. So I must know in between stuff. No, no, no. I don't know in between. We're never taught in between very stuff. Very emotional today, yeah. huh? <laughs> I would just like to. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I don't know where the. F Get is. this man a bells. Nah, I don't know. I would like sorry, to sorry, apologize sorry. to the but, citizens but, but, of yeah, Azerbaijan for the section of the podcast. At least we know Teko's favorite holiday destination. And I'm sure many people don't know. I don't know, guys, where that is. I don't want to lie. So. I know where Paris is though. Paris and I, Singapore. Yeah, I know. I know where Pesitao plays though. Oh, okay. I know where Bongani Zungu plays. <laughs> yep, he's on ya. Right. Talking about Bongani, was sent off on Wednesday's two-nil French League Cup away loss to Lille. Damn, he has eight starts this season. Yeah, he made news. Good That's boy. Good. Darren Keat came off after 60 minutes with an injury. I did manage to speak to him. There's just his neck injury. Three-two win for them. He'll Ooh. be back next game. That's good. Kamohela Mochocho. Came on after 75 minutes on Saturday's 3-1 home win over QPR. And Tulani Serrero played in Friday's 2-2 home league cup draw with Shabab Al-Akhli. Yes. And there's also another thing. Um, our boy Lars Feltvik. Yeah. He just signed to... The South Korean team, huh? Yes. I think it's Hyundai FC. I think they have the... the say that. Rights. Say that when you're drinking, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Hyundai FC. <laughs> Hyundai FC. Hyundai uh, FC. <laughs> yeah, he's joining. He's joining the champions of that league, which wow. is I think a big, big move money move, eh? Yeah, good and boy. If I if I'm not mistaken, that team at the FIFA Club World Cup years ago beat Sundowns. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember going oh, to in South Japan. Korea. Yeah, South Korea. Yeah, South Korea. In South Korea. We went to when where we Sundowns. The, I, I was, yeah, it, I was I mean, there. We would have only been Sundowns who would have made it to the club world. Yeah, Cup. we're in Japan. So why are you saying it's? In, I was, was there. Was it Japan? Yeah. Oh no, we went Japan. to South Korea in 2005 we, for we, a preseason tour. We didn't even see the ball. Uh, I see. <laughs> no, no, it's true. I need really, to go eh? into the soccer we looked for the article. ball. We looked for it. Slew, are you making shit up? It's, it's, on, it's, on, it's, on our, it's on our website. Okay. That's when they, when so you can't announced. be making shit up. They, they said they did something at the Club World Cup involving <laughs> a South African team. I know that. <laughs> no, we, 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 we got a hiding. We looked for the ball. We, we were taught the lesson there in Japan. Dang. I can promise you that. We looked for the ball and it was cold. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good experience hey. there. And, uh, and under though. 23s are going that side uh, later in the year. So, yeah. it's like going to be cold as well. Winter time. Yes. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> Lots of ball finding. A <laughs> lot of ball finding, Chief. <laughs> and uh, we have the weekend special now. We have to preview 
the big games upcoming, both local and internationally. And so we start with the match of the weekend, Super Sports United versus Sundowns. How are you guys feeling about this one? We'll, we'll do this one in depth and then we'll get your predictions for the other ones. Yeah, very... Uh... Very interesting game. Mm -hmm. We don't have much long, uh, much time, so we'll get through it quite quickly. Yeah. Um, Sundown's coming off a loss, obviously. Supersport coming off uh, a couple of very good results. Yeah. On fire up front. Oh, so, so are Sundowns in a way. Um, sure. Toughie, eh? It's a toughie. Does he bring Jolly? Does he start Jolly with Kakana? It's... Old Pizzo Mosimani. What changes would you make if you're Pizzo uh, Teko for... For this weekend's game against Super I think Sport. I think if 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 I'm Pizzo, I'll st I'll start Sompo with with Mabunda. Mm. Me for for the reason is if what if I start Jali and he doesn't give me what I want, would you stop to shoot him again at the same time that you did? Yeah. So you're actually killing the player. So you need to choose your poison at the time. Yeah. Mm. I think I think I think uh, with Sundowns going to go back to their regular. Yeah. You know. Bring personnel. back Zwane. Yeah. Bring back Zwane. Bring back Meza. Yeah. You know, find speed there. Maybe try to utilize speed against Daniels and Kikana there at the back. And uh, possibly and, bring back Orensa in the central defense. In the center back as well to deal with Gabuza and Krobla aerially. Mm -hmm. And uh, and uh, yeah, you, we're gonna see the normal Sundowns lineup because one thing I know about Peter is that he wouldn't want to lose two games in a row because he still wants to win the league as well. Mm -hmm. So he he looking maybe he's probably looking at this fixture as. A, you know, it's it's. I've won so many games against Super Sports, mm. so maybe I might add one of those into this. And Super Sports will be looking. We've been beaten so many times by Mamelodi the Sundowns. Mm. This is our chance. But now the question is, will Sundowns bounce back after the loss? Yeah, you know, it's a would, big loss. Well, it's a big loss. You know, we, we might not. We, we, we can't downplay it. It's a big loss. But then, how do you bounce back? But with the experience that they have, we'll see. I yeah. think this this is actually the time where Sundowns is very tested. Yeah, and uh, we. Yeah, and, this uh, is going to show Sundown's balls, whether they have, mm -hmm. uh, which I, I, I know they do. But they Super do, Sports, they Super do. Sports no pushover, hey? No, they're not. Yeah, they they're finally not. found their full swing. What do they need to do to stop the Sundown's attack? Well, not concede. because I do. <laughs> no, it's an obvious answer, but not concede because I do believe Super Sport are going to score. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think do. if... if, the, if the, sorry, sorry to cut you. Yeah. I think if the game... The longer the game goes, I think Super Sports stand the chance. Yes, I agree. Because now with Sundowns being this dominant team that always wants to dominate and score first and mm. what, what when the games when the game is going long and long, they start opening those gaps because mm. now they started getting frustration in terms of trying to score. So I think the Super Sports are patient, they're not emotional on the day. Mm. They'll find joy. Absolutely, they got it. And then, uh, all right, so some quick fire predictions over here. We've got Paris versus Highlands Park. Shono. Quickly, Pirates are on a high. They're going to bounce back from... I think they drew last... The first half of the season. Or did they lose to Highlands? That horrible away game. Do you remember? They won. Did, did, did Pirates they won. win? Yeah, with that big offside. Mabasa yes, score. yes, right. they yes. Won. Okay, sorry, they won. Um, I'm going for a convincing Pirates win because Highlands got destroyed by Stellenbosch, didn't they? Yeah. Their yeah. last game. Yeah, they, 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 Stellenbosch gave them no a No one line. got that prediction, right? Yeah. No one did. You're right. Nah, no. Um, and for the previous one... themselves wouldn't get it right. <laughs> no, you're right. And I'm going for... I'm going for a Super Sport win. Super Sport win. I'm going for Pirates win and Super Sport win. And you? Uh, Highlands Park Pirates. Uh, Pirates for obvious reasons. And the Highlands Park, I think they, they are very, very tested with also the coaches' issues mm. and all that stuff. I think there's a lot going on mm. in Highlands. And I don't think they've got the right personnel for big uh, game temperament. Couldn't and, agree more. And Gabba uh, Gabba them. And uh, <laughs> as for as for Sundowns and, and Supersport, I think I just I just for football also to make sense again. I think Sundowns if Sundowns win, they're still in the race there, mm. and then makes the whole you know top three very interesting. So I, I'm going for Sundowns so one nil victory. Definitely. And then uh, we got. EPL Premier League yeah. matches, big, big, big one. Liverpool versus Manchester United. Why again. are you saying it's big? It's big. It's just historically a, a large game. It's nah, a big game. Nah. All eyes are on that game. Nah, nah. Don't be horrible. We, it's we, a big game. We know what's going to happen. <laughs> Do we though, Teko? Yeah. Hence, we're talking Wait, about. Where's it. Where's the game? Yes, yeah, it's at Anfield. Okay, I know what you're going to say. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's a lot of Indians that are going to go the... to the game. <laughs> the still support Manchester United, come back with a 3-0 loss. I mean, we know what's going to happen. Look, I mean, United possibly without Rashford. Um, Liverpool with, yeah, with Matic, Lovren and Fabinho back. Yes. 
at home. It's uh, it's going to be Solskjaer's first trip to Anfield as a manager. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Klopp has he lost there? Thank you. Good I mean, question. Klopp, I can't even remember well, when last well, he funny lost. Funny stat. Among the 31 teams Jurgen Klopp has faced 10 or more times during his managerial career, his worst win ratio is against Manchester United. Interesting. Okay, score lines though. Wow, Do you like? Can I have something for that stat? I think it was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, you wanted to clap? Just say Sean Waldine or Nasi doing research. Uh, Thanks just for pitch up here. Anyway, <laughs> Gold star, I'm going man. for a Liverpool win. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, Liverpool win. Jeez. Liverpool win. Yeah, and Liverpool then win. Tuesday the 21st. It's not on the weekend. Both of these teams do play on the weekend, but they face each other on Tuesday. Chelsea versus Arsenal. Sure. This is going to be before we're back, so we, we can a make televise. a prediction now. Yes. Yeah, it's on Tuesday, the 21st. It's though. at Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Not worth it, eh? Oh, the mighty have fallen. Don't televise Chelsea versus nah, Arsenal. Yeah, versus it's, Arsenal. it's going to be a cool London derby. I'm going to go for a boring 1-1 draw. Yeah, it's going to be a draw. It's going to be a draw? Yeah. I'm also going to go for a draw just but because... But no one asked you, Slew. Yeah, How's that's that? true. That's true. Also, I'm not. I'm not even supposed to be making predictions. <laughs> Just because it's his team. Just because it's Arsenal. Uh, and then, okay, cool. Uh, last little issue over here. We'll make this quick. Uh, for the big interview, I got Ari Soldatos. He's the SAFA chairman for referee appointments. Oh. There's a couple oh. issues to oh. discuss there. One, there's uh, there's a uh, uh, an issue with uh, match fixing in the Glad Africa Championship. We won't touch on that because. That's a developing story. But I did also ask him about the, an issue that we've covered here, and that's uh, sponsorship for, oh, sorry, refs getting paid full time. And, and, I, and I managed to get a, a response based on that. With PSL posting record earnings uh, last year, will the average pay for PSL referees increase? And do you think this will incentivize an increase in quality in the match officiating over time? This monetary related. I don't think that in circumstances where there has been a substandard performance on the part of one or more of our officials, that that is in consequence of money or lack thereof. I think genuine mistakes are made from time to time. And I don't believe at the end of the day that the increasing of the remuneration or stipends which may be paid would have a direct effect on the quality of the officiating as such. But what I am a strong proponent of is the introduction of full-time professional referees. That I believe where an individual can actually get out onto the park on a weekly basis, during the, during the week, whatever the case may be, and undertake his or her duties without the concerns of having to rush back to work, catch an aeroplane to be back at the office or in the factory the next morning and the like. I believe we would then be in a position to actually focus on training, focus on upliftment of our referees, areas of vulnerability, such as what I spoke about a few moments ago with regard to ball watching and the like. And that would have a knock-on effect with regard to the overall product, which would be produced in due course. So so you mentioned that you've been in this position for about 16 years. From your yes. perspective, how long do you think, how, how far away from... Um, a PSL where every single match is refereed by someone who has a refereeing as their full-time job. How long do you think we are from that? You know, there are various issues which we need to canvas in relation to that. The one being a sponsor, we need to get the financial backing of a proper and suitable sponsor that would be in a position to ensure that these referees are adequately equipped from a financial perspective, from an HR perspective, these individuals would then become employees. Hopefully, all things being equal, and if I had my way, I'd like to see this introduced within the next three to five years, Luke. But as I say, I'm just the appointments chairperson, so I don't have any jurisdiction in that regard. So the first question, I Thank think you. I, yeah, Nothing. I got. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. First question, I think I got a very political answer, like the I don't think money will help, but I also support them getting paid full time. But I think the the real issue there is three to five years for these referees to get Still paid. In a long haul. Eh? Uh, that's so. I, mean, I want to ask. That's son, slow. I just want to ask: Is refereeing a different entity or a separate entity into the PSL? Yes. So the referees are run by SAFA. The PSL and SAFA are two completely different entities. They hate each other. Okay, so so now so as a PSL, we we go to SAFA and 
ask the referees to come so we can pay them. We're rendering service. Yeah. But, so, but, yeah, but you see what's happening now is because the referees are employed by SAFA, SAFA needs to pay them. SAFA, we know, is They need so, to close shop. Yeah, but, yeah, but well, well, so I understand what he's saying. But the, we, like we've all said over the last 10 weeks being on the show is that the referees need to be full-time. Yeah. For that to happen... They need to have money. They need to have money to do that. Here's my question also. Wasn't there full sponsorship from Outsurance? That was only, no, was only 5 full. million. I don't know where that money went, but yes. The tire and... And, and they, they've lost that sponsorship, right? Well, or there was a still... big thing with the PSL because there was cross-advertising because the uh, PSL is... I think those, those big Outsurance logos in front, yeah, I think there was a big issue, right? You're right. Yeah, it was because of the... So because um, you can't have two companies that do the same thing uh, advertise so you can't yes. have for example absa because they do insurance mm -hmm. and outsurance yeah mm. they both do insurance yeah so that's where the problem was I see and i think they've obviously lost the sponsorship so the ps obviously won that i but, could stand to be corrected yeah but it just looks like we're gonna face potentially another half decade of the same issue that we've had in the ps yeah, gives us a lot to talk about eh? yeah we'll nah, stay employed but it, yeah <laughs> but coaches are losing jobs teams are getting relegated in the meantime and correct. the guy's catching a flight in the morning to go to a factory correct mm. Sad. Really? Third world country, my brother. Yeah, but I mean, we'll always have that to discuss. And then we want <laughs> VR. So let's pay the referees first. We discuss should. Them. We should. Instead of building stadiums, let's invest on the referees first. They're improving the games. The players Correct. improve. Yeah, and we've got stadiums. We've got stadiums. So Okay, not Celtics, but I'm saying. <laughs> 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 All right, moving on. Uh, the Vava Boom. I think we should jump. I think uh, I'm seeing nervous eyes from, yes, from our editors. Yes, we will. Not long left, I promise you. Yeah. Car of the week. We're yes. going to go to my boy, probably your boy as well. Opa, Manisa. Mm. His G-Wagon. Short for Gelandewagen. Did you know that? No? Gelandewagen. Gelandewagen, which means cross-country vehicle, coming in at over just over 2 million rand, entry Oof. level. I can cross country for a lot less than I that. I know. It's yeah. ridiculous. That's a dope car. It's beautiful, bro. Originally designed for the military in 1974. It has come a long way. And a lot of people are actually preferring it to the Range Rover. Yeah. It's stylish, um, yeah. Yeah, it is cool, hey? It's a very much a footballer's car. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much here, though, but certainly in Europe. It doesn't apply to us. We're not footballers. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be the new... to our items. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely going to be the new BEE. <laughs> Oh, I said, yeah, no parking issues in Cape Town. Absolutely, yeah. right. Yeah, we're good. G-Wagon. Nah, but that's, that. a, that's a dope car. But that's my dream car. The, your favorite part of the show. Yeah. Mm. Undoubtedly. The yeah. joke of the day. I think this is the time where you need to switch off the machines. Yeah. yeah. The, the joke Brace of the yourselves, day. yourselves, gentlemen. Load shedding, please. Last week, I got a good reaction from Mr. Modisa there. How do you stop squirrels from playing soccer? Hide the ball. It drives them nuts. <laughs> It was lovely, guys. Uh, <laughs> I knew it was going to be something oh, with nuts. You had the whole week. How bad is that? <laughs> you had the whole... That's my problem. You, you had the whole week. <laughs> what I hate about these jokes also is the setup. Like, why... What's the context for squirrels in soccer? Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's that, brilliant. That joke is only funny because it's so badly bad. telegraphed. Like, you, you see it coming a mile away. Yeah, they're like, it's going to be nuts. <laughs> and it's going to be <laughs> nuts. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Motivational quote of the week. Please. From my boy Wayne Sanderlands, always thinking of how I can improve as a player and a person, I will always keep pushing. Boom. Proper. One hour five. That. Not too bad. Not too bad. And so we wrap up right there. Thank you very much to my boys for coming in. Deco Mudise, yeah. the legend. Sean, Oof. the legend. Very emotional me, myself. Very emotional. Go have a sleep, please. We'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> nah. do, you to, do you want to smoke, bro? <laughs> I regret nothing I said. Everything that I said, I mean it. <laughs> and we love you for it. Thank until, you. Until next week, the car wash. This is a Sangana Corner, fam. The car, car wash. Shop. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sakala Duma Radio. This is a Sangana Corner.